The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? Ready. Tell me how you really feel today. No, no. Wait. I can't. Tell me how you really feel today. Hey, guys, you know, it's, a, it's the Wild West out there right now. Yep. And it's been for, shoot, how many months? You know, we got the whole pandemic. Thing. March 16th is when the pandemic broke, where everything started closing. Wait, let's go back, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. So let's even talk about just what's been going on with everything. So there's been, like, um, Russia collusion. There's been impeachment. Then uh, pandemic, mm-hmm. and then um, the riots, mm-hmm. uh, racism, yep. and then the Black Lives Matter movement, and oh, we forgot about the Jeffrey Epstein thing. That was in the middle. Of, that was right before the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he got arrested about only like a year or so ago, and then less than a year ago is when he committed suicide. Committed suicide, huh? Yes. Not buying that one, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's pretty crazy to uh, to see. I mean, this was all like around. This was in 2020, and uh, you know, I think I've told you this before, but 2020, I think that it is the year of clarity. Mm. <laughs> People are literally seeing 2020 yeah. of what is going on mm. at all levels. You know, that movie came out with Out of the Shadows, talked about the yeah. stuff in Hollywood, and I work in Hollywood with a lot of musicians and different people, and. Uh, that, that stuff is true <laughs> yeah, for no. sure. I have personal testimonies. I've even talked on this radio show about from different people without name and their name and their names. But yeah, that stuff is real in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just recently I want, I want to talk about a couple things. I want to talk about Candace Owen, how she uh, recently surfaced and talked to a professor. And then I want to talk to you guys about, um, Jeffrey Epstein's madam mm-hmm. that, uh, recently got arrested. Who saw what? Sean. Go for um, it, for which one? The, the, Either one. Let's oh, talk saw, about both. I saw the Candace Owen. Thing. Okay, we so start there. we'll oh, start. Right. Let's start with Epstein. Okay, so obviously we just said it a second ago. I think everyone in culture knows the name Epstein over the last year, right? So there's been so many memes that have been there, but the facts are that Epstein was connected, and a lot of people have seen the special Netflix. But there's a lot of more documentation that is out there that he was this man, a business guy. Um, He was in Wall Street, various areas, but he always found a way to live an extravagant lifestyle all through the 80s, all through the 90s, had a lot of connections with a lot of people. Uh, People would question sometimes, how is he so successful or whatever, but whatever. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like linked to other things, you know. There were guys that knew him that have come out and said like, you know, he lied about something on his um, application for a particular job, but he did it good, so he was able to stay. Anyway, he was one of those guys who's always find a way to make things work out for him. Mm-hmm. And then what has taken, uh, you know, taken place throughout this time is that he has a lot of connections with a lot of people, a lot of famous people. This came out over a year or two ago about this island that he has. And in this island, you have to take a plane to get there. And all the people that are on that flight log are some famous people that are out there. I think one of them shows that like Bill Clinton went on there like 27 times or something crazy like that. Um, and so there's various things that people have a lot of questions about. There was always um, a thing with him with underage girls. 
And then um, the fact of that being the case, people saw it, you know, suspicious. They had been doing some kind of FBI surveillance on him prior, many years ago, and then money got him out of the thing. But anyway, to fast forward, he eventually got caught. Um, They got the man they wanted. All so much facts against him, so much documentation. He basically had a, a a black book as well that has all these connections. The places that he would have had surveillance cameras throughout all of his property, um, but when they were able to arrest him, all of this, all the, uh, the the video cameras and everything, I believe, or they say, were destroyed. And all he, he also had some like house or some compound in Arizona. Oh yeah, that he was. He had multiple homes. But yeah, but he was gonna, he was doing some kind of like trying to get a bunch of girls pregnant yeah. uh, forget I, I gotta I gotta look it up but there was something weird and bizarre happening in his home in, in Arizona that they discovered well, let me you know say speak on this and I think that this is why it's prevalent in our society in our news today is because what he's linked to is sex trafficking yeah we've done this radio show we have done ministry since the beginning of the whosoever's and we've worked from wh- whether it's Annie Lobert or whether it's um, Opal Singleton and various other people that have always had a heart and a vision for the prostitution rings for sex trafficking it's a real deal thing we had opal singleton last year and she talked about how people are being um um groomed on social media and they're taken into a thing like they they get um the bait and switch kind of thing it's they pose as somebody that's like wanting to just communicate with them but on the back side they're getting taken into gangs or whatever well Epstein was that guy, and then this girl that just got arrested, the Mac, I think her name's Maxine or something like that. Yeah. Um, yep. She's yep. the one that she got arrested. She would be like that groomer, that that madam, that yep. that girl that would build relationships with girls and then get them to, you know, help out this rich man. He needs a massage. He needs this, and she would purposely go and get these girls, and yet getting them involved in sexual situations. Many girls have come out, and so this is huge because when he was sentenced, everybody knew a lot of things were gonna come out in that case. Everybody was like, okay, what is gonna come out of the case? And then they say he committed suicide. No way that should that have happened. He was under heavy surveillance. Then you go back to it and it's like, okay, the cameras are off. Something wasn't working or whatever. Anyway, for everyone's mind, that's why you see all the memes that are out there. Where'd she get arrested? Uh, New Hampshire. So she got she got arrested in New Hampshire a little bit ago Um, on the morning. They had been um, surveilling her, uh, having surveillance on her. Many people thought that maybe she escaped to another country, but she was here in the United States, New Hampshire, living that extravagant lifestyle. I was watching the press conference of the FBI and the people saying, yeah, she's just going about living a extravagant lifestyle where many lives, young girls' lives have been destroyed. And it doesn't matter if this happened to these girls 20 or 30 years ago. It is fresh today as it was then. And so why is this so big in our world today? Mm -hmm. Is because we pray that she is protected so she can speak and like many more people can be exposed because there are we talked about the out of the shadows things we brought that up here on this show before and the reality of pedophilia which is sex with minors child pornography it's destructive it's demonic it needs to be exposed sex trafficking is a gnarly thing you know i had something a couple weeks ago i did this um 
this video and I got some compliments, I got some kickback on it, but basically I said that you and I, Ryan, have been involved in what I just said about as far as, you know, sex trafficking things and like exposing it. And then all I did was kind of, you know, encourage like Trump's administration, whether you agree with him or not, that this isn't a political thing. Yeah. Him being in office, his administration has backed the help of expanding, yeah. um, putting people in prison and arresting people in sex trafficking. Um, let me just add this, and I know we can keep, keep going. The same thing. This is why it's so dangerous in our world today when they say defund the police departments here in Southern California. The Riverside Sheriff's um, guy was saying that guess what is um, if you're going to defund the police department, guess what has to be taken out of the yep. way? The gun, the gang unit. Yep. The sex trafficking unit. Yep. All of these things that are real crimes in our society today. Yep. And guess what? If you don't want cops to be on the thing, gangs are going to take over. Trust me, we are living in crazy times. So there's just a lot of moving parts right now. Mm -hmm. But sex trafficking is real. It is real. It's disastrous. It's destructive. This woman, they have so much evidence on her that she has been a part of this ring for many, many years. And I hope it's exposed. So piggybacking on what you were saying about the gangs taking over and all that stuff i was just reading a news article last night about Chaz up in uh seattle yes they said that um you know obviously there was a couple killings and uh they said that crime went up in a police free zone it went up 525 percent i saw that i saw that i mean wow 100 yeah. is something but 525 percent it's lawlessness and yeah. and it's scary and it's crazy and if you get raped and no cops are going to come mm -hmm. and cr if crime if crime goes up 525 percent no one's safe no no one will be safe it will be crazy and then there was uh my wife told me yesterday that there was a 22 year old officer woman officer there was a car wreck and she was driving to go to the scene to the car wreck and, and when she was on her way or whatever happened like on her way there a guy rode by on a bike and shot her and killed her Mm -hmm. because they're anti the police yep. and it's it's Horrible. it's this you'll see more of this and more of this and no one will be safe going back to uh what you said about uh, uh, the memes. What were you saying? There were some memes that were surfacing as well. Well, you want to say memes, you know, when we talk, we're talking about social media. Yeah. And uh, the theme is Epstein didn't kill himself because oh, yeah. the, the, the conspiracy is he has so much damaging information that a lot of people think either he was taken out um, and so it just leads you up for the debate. So the Epstein name has become popular in our culture today, especially yeah. in the last year or two, if you've never heard his name before. Yeah. There is a reason, is because many people believe that he has so much information that was gonna expose people in Hollywood, people in multiple scenes that are connected to sex trafficking, sex with minors, and then now he killed himself. But so having this link, this arrest, Hopefully, many people will be exposed. Okay, we're going to get to you right now, Wade. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, um, so how do you think they're going to protect this girl? Like, where are they going to, what, what, what prison are they going to put her in? I mean, is this going to be another suicide? These are all the what ifs. We right. don't know, but they have to, they have to pr pr they protect have to. this girl. They, they have to protect, they have to protect just because this needs to bring closure. Yeah, and I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on it. Um, you know, we we joke around just because that that's just what we've seen in our culture today. Like, and people are already saying it. 
like or, or you know i have a i have a prophecy or i have this thought yeah. that she's gonna kill you know, you know it's gonna yeah. say she kills herself yeah. in a week and you know you don't want that to happen even for her personally she needs just like anybody they need to be confronted with what they've done wrong yeah uh, there there could be salvation for her too if she's yeah. broken yeah. before god yeah she can be forgiven yeah but things need to be exposed there are lives that have been forever changed by this yeah. so we do hope that they're protected and be able to see a day in court it's just crazy crazy uh interesting times i'm getting really fed up with a lot of the uh the stuff that's going on mm -hmm. and uh i think that there is um i think the world or in the united states i think a lot of americans are getting fed up with the corruption with the um injustice with the chaos trying to remove law enforcement i mean it's gonna turn i don't you guys are probably too young but uh there's this movie called escape from new york it came out a long time ago in the 80s but literally that's what it will become where that movie warriors you know it's like gangs and it'll it'll exactly. it'll, it'll get it will become crazy the gangs will take over you know i saw this video of this this antifa guy trying to um go ahead good this neighborhood and, and break stuff down and dude like straight up the gangbangers came out and pulled out guns started pop 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 shooting at yep. him you know, yeah. so, and even like the Hells Angels and the Mongols, they even said that they would write up to Seattle and straighten things out if the government did. And that's just a literally a look of like what will, what will happen. No, you sure. know, everyone carries guns and, you know, and I read there was 25, 2.5 million uh, guns sold and the amount of guns that were, the amount of the ammo that was sold during the pandemic and the riots and everything was as much ammo as, as the industry can produce in a year was sold out. Wow. Wow. So, you know, and then I think, I can't remember, I think there was like another, I think, oh, there was a half million new gun owners. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. So all that to say, that's where we're at right now. People are, there will be a revolution. Mm -hmm. People will not play games. People will start carrying their firearms, just like that sheriff said in, uh, where was it? Florida. In Florida. He says, he, he uh, puts, this, he says, anyone, any law-abiding citizens that have guns, they need to deal with the lawlessness that their that their sheriffs can't take care of. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna get like that. It's gonna get like that, and and that's what leads us to the next thing that I want you to unpack. Um, everything that's going on with uh, well, there was a question, right? There was a well, question. Yeah, I think there's a a question came in. Uh, let me find it real quick. How can a pastor not be supportive of the BLM movement? Okay, so, now. Be before we get to that, yeah. do you want to talk about this other stuff or do you want to just unpack it all? Yeah, I think we can okay. uh, go multiple angles with this. I think mm -hmm. if you're talking, if we're just answering this question very simply, grassroots, uh, how can a pastor not be supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement? You've got to really look into what the Black Lives Matter movement is all about. And like anything, whether it's your right to vote and who you're voting for, it's very simple. You got to line up biblically with what a, an individual or what a group of people is standing up for, and say, can we really back this? And the answer is, if you look what's going on with the behind the scenes of the Black Lives Matter movement, you, you just go on their website and look what they really stand for. Yeah, you can't, as a believer, you cannot be supportive of it. Mm -hmm. You cannot be supportive of their narrative. You can't be supportive of their um, agenda. Um, one of the things that we, we've been talking about off air a little bit is the interview with Candace Owens and Mark Lamont Hill, the professor from uh, Temple University, who is in also uh, Temple. Was it Temple? Yeah, he's Temple, from Temple. Mm -hmm. Candace, she's a, she's, a, she's a black American girl from yeah. where? 
She her shows on Prager on Prager U yeah. on YouTube, but she's got influence in, on some. On yeah, she's some, all over. Yeah, the she's place. a conservative, black yeah. conservative. Yeah. Um, and so, man, it was just an interesting interview. It was. It was an interesting interview, and and I respect. It was actually the first interview that I've seen in all of this where two people with opposing views were able to have, a, though they disagreed on everything, yeah. they were able to have a level-headed conversation. That's amazing. I which watch it. it was amazing. It yes. really was. And I, and I respect uh, Mark Lamont Hill for that, yeah. to be a, even though I disagree with everything he said mm -hmm. um, and his viewpoints in, on, on everything. Um, it was refreshing to see that, his maturity and Candace's maturity in that. Um, on everything they discuss. So now let's let's talk about let's go back to like what the agenda of mm -hmm. the Black Lives Matters is. Mm -hmm. um, just to overview a couple things because yeah. you said as Christians you can't stand for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, we know that just when it comes to Jesus, he says to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, he says sure. whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He never um, he never puts up different races or anything. It's all inclusive. Yep. So being a Christian, it's all inclusive. Every single person on this planet life matters mm -hmm. everyone equally mm. now is there injustice heck yeah there's injustice sure. but you know what there's bad people in every race mm. not every black guy's bad not every white guy's bad not every asian not indian you know going down the going mexican not every person's bad just like not every cop's bad mm -hmm. not every pastor's bad yeah. not every president's bad you know but then again you go flip side there are people that are bad in all these different areas because why is that and it's sin, sin. Yes, in sure. the world sure. but what are some of the things well, it's just said like even as i'm like thinking about the statement that we're making right now yeah um as a white individual someone will say oh how can you not support blm you're racist mm -hmm. my wife is black yeah that's true. I'm not racist. <laughs> That's a good point to be. <laughs> you know made. what I mean? Yes. Um, but just the ignorance of that. Oh, immediately you're racist. Yes. And that. Yes. And so th th that's not what we're saying here. We're yeah. just saying, as believers, yeah. as Bible-believing Christians, as Ryan just said, everyone is created in the image of God. Mm -hmm. The gospel is very clear that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be mm -hmm. saved. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the um, how supportive they are of the transgender movement, mm -hmm. how anti-authority they are. Yep. Um, the funding police the is funding part of police is part of the point. Everything we're talking yeah. about is really a part of everything that they stand for. And yep. so by you saying, well, we don't support the Black Lives Matter movement, you're, what, what, they, what people assume you're saying is, we, we don't think there's social injustice and racial injustice. That's not necessarily what we're saying. We're just yeah. saying you as a believer, yeah. and this is sad because it's really dividing the church. Yeah. I, we all work with a lot of young people. I've seen a lot of young people who have been divided and have left churches because of this yeah. because they're choosing to be ignorant. They're caught up in the emotion. Yep. Because we live in a in a generation that lives off the fifteen second sound bites and does zero research, yes, looks yeah. into nothing and doesn't look, doesn't look into the real political party that the Black Lives Matter movement really supports. Yeah. And as a believer, you have to have an honest conversation with yourself, yeah. with the Bible, and say, and it's pretty simple. Yeah. You can't you cannot get behind it. I realize what I'm saying is offending people for yeah. sure, but it's the, the scripture is very black and white very yep. clear cut on these issues and again you're married to a uh, your wife's black my dad is from mexico city 
And then my mom's white, so I'm not pure white. I'm half and half. So I, I you know, yeah, sure. I'm not, you know, Sean's white, mm -hmm. um, Irish. But you know, that's it's not about it's not about your race or, or anything. Um, it's about uh, justice and looking back at what people actually stand for and the agenda, like you said, that they're trying to accomplish. And yeah, as a leader, as a leader, just like with anything, as a Christian. We're always wise, like, you know, I'm come from a ministry of your dad. So your dad doesn't just throw anybody in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to aligning yourself with different people, mm -hmm. you want to make sure you guys got the same heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And so why? Because you know that down the line, mm -hmm. that connection was going to be tested. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you were linked up with this person. You were linked up with this person. So somebody that has wisdom doesn't align himself with people that have multiple things without knowing, like, you were breaking down what those things are. Look. We're living in incredible times right now, like, like we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Things are going so fast, and we, we have to definitely take a step back. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on with all these issues. But look, we went through a pandemic. We're still, kind of, we're still in it, right? So people are still getting sick. The whole nation shut down. The world shut down. And then coming out of this, um, as we're starting to come out of the pandemic, the thing happened with the George Floyd. That's what popped all this stuff off. Yep. And um, the George Floyd thing, this is the thing that's crazy. Uh, with a cop that has his knee on the back of his head, nobody asked a question, you know, or even tried to say, like, well, you know, he was on drugs, he was on this. No, everyone, Republican, Democrat, Christian, non-Christian, cop, fireman, they all said how that guy died was wrong. Yes. Everybody was in agreement with it. Yes. The president said, I'm going to have it expedited by the FBI and make sure that this justice is served to George Floyd and to his family. All those things happened. He was already arrested. The other three cops would eventually get, get arrested as well. Um, but this chaos, a lot of it started by, you know, because of, um, of, of his death. And so people were protesting. There's nothing wrong with protesting. Yeah. yeah. You can protest if you think that there's and, an, and what, an injustice. And what, and what is protesting? Yeah. Peaceful protesting, going out and letting your voice be heard, not going in and destroying. And this is what's happened. Yes. The, the, the protest got hijacked. It got hijacked yes. by. My thing is that everybody was losing their mind. When you're seeing like some, some skinny white kid with skinny pants on, like breaking <laughs> a sneaking bank or these stores open and they're saying Crazy. Black Lives Matter move, I'm like, R really? Yes. It's all. That's yeah. the thing. Yep. And like you're saying, yeah. see, we get lost when it comes to verbiage and stuff, right? As far as the Black Lives Matter, like, if we understand that the statement itself is, I must agree into the narrative that you're saying. And your narr narrative that you're saying with the Black Matter statement is that the nation, most of the world, think that black lives don't matter. Therefore, we need you to say black lives matter. I don't believe in that narrative. I don't believe that the majority of our nation is racist. I don't believe in the majority uh, of the people are against black people. I believe that there is no doubt, when you look at history, um, the black people have gone through a lot of stuff in yeah. our nation and the world as a whole. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. But, but when we fast forward to, to 2020, it is not the same as it was back then. Yeah. Not to say that it's perfect. It's not. There are still racist people in this nation and in this yeah. world. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But for, to force somebody to say Black Lives Matter with the, with the aspect that, and that's why people will fight back because 
People aren't reading through everything. They're like, well, blue lives matter or white lives matter or Mexican or Latino lives matter. Um, they take offense to that because they're like, well, we know all those things matter, but nobody thinks black lives matter. I don't believe that. I've, and like we said before, Dude, I love black people, well, it depends, Mexicans, it, whites. Like, it depends where you grew up too, because yeah. we're, we're we grew up here in LA. Yeah, dude, all of our friends, like, I barely had any white friends. Yes, <laughs> like they were like Mexican, Asian, black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like mixed. Yes. So like we didn't even grow up, especially here in 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 the LA sure. area. It's different, but I know if you go like back east to For like, sure. I don't know, Ohio or yeah, different yeah, places sure. where it's more predominant. You know. White or whatever, yeah. it, it, it's it, or the South, you know, it gets a little, it, it, but it's, but it's not everybody. No, that's but, a crazy thing. Can, <laughs> can I just say? So yeah. if you just say that simple statement, Black Lives Matter, we could all agree. Yes, Black people's sure. lives matter for sure. Heck yeah, for sure. And yeah, have there been injustice? Yes, for sure. And I want the best for the Black community, no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But what I can't align with, what I can't link arms with, is the Black Lives Matter movement, corporation, movement, organization. Yes. Yeah. Because we live in a world of social media and hashtags. So you hashtag BLM, you hashtag Black Lives Matter. It, all it is is promoting an agenda that me as a believer and as a leader cannot align ourselves with when you said the transgender thing and multiple other facets of it. And if you dig down deeper, it's even a little bit more. Hey, it, it was just like the it's just like the the other movement, the um the, the women's march and all that. Yeah. They're. You know, you have Madonna and all these other celebrities getting up and just talking like crazy in front of people. And then they're, you know, pro, they're pro-abortion. It's like, yes, we want women to, to, to thrive, obviously. We're for women. But like the agenda behind it, yeah. I forget what the movement was even called. Yeah. But the, uh, the agenda behind the Me it. The Me Too movement. The Me Too movement and all that. Yeah. You know, we, it's, it's the, the agenda behind it was there was a lot of corruption behind it. You you know? When you pull the. I didn't align with. Not my, not my opinion, but the Bible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the when you pull the 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 shade off of all this, the crazy thing is is it's all demonic. Mm. You see, Satan lives in confusion. Absolutely, it's Division, all it's, it's all confusion. demonic, and from the pandemic to the riots to sex trafficking, everything that we've been talking about is demonic. I was watching this, the Candace Owens thing with Mark Lamont Hill, obviously extremely ed educated person, but everything that Candace was giving, it was just facts, mm -hmm. it was just statistics, numbers, and just to blatantly ignore those things. And then even at the end when he, they, they went into the transgender situation and just making the statement that not all men are men, yeah. And not some, it literally said some men can get pregnant. No, she, and, she asked a question, right? What was yeah. the question she asked him? She, like, so can men get pregnant? And he said some. He said sometimes. 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 <laughs> what? So, so, so I, said, I bring that up to say this. <laughs> sometimes, what'd she it. say? I, I, Send it to me. I turned that off before I went to bed, finished it, and I'm like, this dude is it's, it's evil. It's evil. And I, the scripture that came to my mind, because he's a leader in the community. Yeah. Blind, as Jesus said, you are blind leaders of the blind. Yeah. They're all blind. Mm -hmm. They walk in darkness. Yeah. And yeah. so as a believer, when you look at what's going on, mm -hmm. they're all, no one, they're, you can't claim to walk in the light mm -hmm. and support the agenda. Listen, you said it earlier. We live in a generation that people live off 15-second sound mm -hmm. bites. Yes. That sound bite 
it, it's the war of words. It's mm-hmm. there's no truth. The only way you could you could uh, find out the truth is you you read the scriptures and you paste it to the culture. That's how you know the truth. Yeah. These words, some young kid, if they're growing up on social media, which that's everyone TikTok and all the stuff, yeah. they're getting these sound bites, and it's like, and it's this leader, this professor on this stage, a big deal, and he says, "Yes, some men can get pregnant." Okay, that's the truth. And you yes. know what's sad too? That's the truth. Is like, it's not in truth. It's not factual at all. But now that is a f- truth to these people that are listening and looking to him for the leader of these these movements. And we live in a in a generation where young people do a lot of young people have lost the ability to have a one on one conversation mm-hmm. and just dialogue and dialect and have conversation. And what, what's sad is like a lot of the people that feel so strongly about this movement, they're individuals who have who have had real experiences that make them feel a certain way, right? So if we as believers can meet them on that level and just bring the gospel truth to the reality of their circumstance, the gospel has the power to change their lives, Mm -hmm. to change their hearts, to give them a a correct perspective on reality. And so we have have quite the task ahead of us in life. I mean, we're all raising children in this world right now. And uh, man, we need to pray. Yep, yep. Well, that was... uh... That was one question, but you know what? I'm glad that we unpacked that because um, there's been, you know, I've been just kind of, I don't like to jump ahead of everything and start mm-hmm. voicing opinions on mm-hmm. certain things. You got to watch and just see the agenda. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't just jump on bandwagons. And I've seen too many people jump on the bandwagon. I've seen celebrities and pastors and saying some wacky, wacky stuff, but you've got to stay focused and not become part of these agendas, political agendas, Correct. when we got to stay focused on Jesus' agenda. Yeah, for sure. And that's sure. basically what it comes down to. And it's, we got to navigate through all for this sure. stuff. Well, hey, check it out. If you guys want to, um, we're going to be going to break in a minute. We're going to come back right after. But if you guys want to get all the past radio shows, please go to the whosoevers.com. Um, my website, ryanreese.com. You can find it there. We have the app, the Whosoever's app. We got products that fund our movement. As you purchase it, you could donate to the cause. We are going on a tour. Uh, to um, We're going to be touring Idaho, and we're going to be touring uh, Ohio. Uh, I'm going to go with Mike McIntosh for a week Amazing. and go see how they roll and be a part of it. So it's going to be awesome. Contact us if you want to book us. Uh, we are going to states that are open, not the closed states, the open states. We are still going to bring the Great Commission. Now is the time. Our mission is the Great Commission. We will talk to you right after the break. Peace. More of The Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. The Ryan Reese Show, coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. All right, we are back. And that first session was uh, powerful because these these are things that everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you were saying, Sean, at the break, that these issues separate the Christians and the non-Christians. People are leaving churches. Uh, people that are going to churches are getting mad at the pastors or people that are, are talking about this stuff, just like we just talked about it. People might not agree, yeah. but this is, we're just sticking to the biblical um, uh, foundation of, of what the Bible says. And we, we are for everybody. We are for mankind. We have the same mindset as Jesus. He just, he was moved with compassion for yeah. the people. 
He was in the churches. He was with the non-Christians. He was with the sinners. He was with the religious people. He was with the poor. He was with the rich. I mean, shoot, he was even with the people demon possessed. I mean, yeah. he was he was with everyone, and and it didn't. He never talks about. It's not about races. It's about whosoever mm. that anybody's. But Sean Wade, mm -hmm. how do we? Let's speak into this. How do we navigate? How do we communicate? during these times because we don't want to mess up relationships no. mm. you know we don't want to mess up relationships through this so how do we navigate through this because these are the conversations obviously just to state the facts there's a lot of people that aren't educated in, in these issues you know they're, they're they're on the bandwagon with different movements but they don't know the they're not they haven't researched the agenda and even like there's even like politics that are behind and agendas that are being put forth through all this stuff yeah. I think you, number one, we as believers, we need to have the love of God. Like the Bible says to keep yourself in the love of God. You got to recognize that we're in a battle. We're in a spiritual warfare. And so we need God's wisdom when it comes to it. And um, when it comes to this, this is something I'm very passionate about because communication is vital. You kind of said it, those soundbite things, so easy to tear somebody up on social media. You know, it's so easy. Mm -hmm. But if the person is right in front of your face, you're probably not going to say the exact same thing unless you want to get in a fight. Um, you, you might actually show a little of a sympathy. Maybe you'd be able to communicate. Um, but what we're seeing right now is everything's so staunch. Like, you said this. You don't agree with this. You don't agree with me. Forget you. And pe families are getting cut off. Fam relationships are being severed. Mm. Uh, I've experienced this in the last couple of weeks with um, an individual that I've known for, for many years posted something. I, I saw a lot of stuff they posted and I eventually kind of inboxed, said something. And I didn't mean anything really harsh by it, but man, they, they jumped at me quick. People, you can't hear voices in, in DMs. You can't hear voices in yeah. emails. You can't hear the tones. You can't hear the yes. tones. So it's just like, sounds like it could just be harsh because if you're all pissed off and angry yeah. and then you read the text, oh, this guy's... It's funny you say that because yeah. that's exactly what it said. He said, yeah. maybe I, I misunderstood your, the, the tone. I'm like, yeah. And so we actually got on the phone, a phone later that week, a few days later, and we just, we just caught up, like yeah. talked about family, talked about what's going on. I'm like, hey, look, totally understand like your point of view is like we're different politically. You know, we're different conservatively when we're looking at biblical things. She's not really walking with God or whatever. And, uh, but I respect you. I even said like I oh, love you. I remember. Yeah, okay, I go. Yeah. I go. I love you. I, I I've known you since we were kids. Like we go way back. Like, yeah. and I'm all down. You suppose whatever, do whatever you want to do. All I was saying when you lump everybody together and say, well, if you believe this and you're this, you're a racist. If you believe this, you're this or whatever. And just lumping everybody together is so unjust. So I felt led to speak to her. But what I saw was just having that conversation. We spoke for over an hour. You know, there's other people that, you know, because sometimes there's in our nature, like all these people that are against you saying different kind of views, you just want to delete them through your social media. But I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think that that's what you should do. I think it's good to hear other voices. I think you need to hear other people's opinions. You're not always right on everything. You got to be able to communicate with people. And so my greatest exhortation with all this stuff that we talked at the beginning and the end, hey, we're as a world trying to filter through all this stuff. We as a church are trying to filter through all this. Wade, you said something that um, that stuck with me in a study that I saw you do on like a Thursday night when you were kind of exhorting the, the college the college age bracket that you teach about before you, you spend time on social media, you could communicate, make sure you spend time in prayer and the word. And I think that that's the heartbeat that we need when we're starting to communicate to people on these various issues. Yeah, for sure, because they're people. 
you know, and that's what that's what Jesus was about. He was about people. He was about the individual. You taught on uh, recently a study on a woman caught in adultery. We're talking about if we're talking about the the race issue. Jesus went out of his way to go minister to the Samaritan woman who the Jews hated. Mm -hmm. Jesus went directly to her and dealt with her on an individual basis. And we're losing that in our culture. We're losing that. Um, in the, this world that we're living in, this social media-driven world where we're no longer connecting with people. And as believers, look, I, I, we've all, I'm sure, have had to work through what's going on in the world. And we work at it from different angles, from a husband to a father to a Christian to a leader. And the believers, I, I've said this from day one, we have to, as the, the world is looking for leadership right now. Mm. But the Christians are looking for leadership. And whether it's the pandemic or whether it's the social issues that are going on right now, we can't be up and down. We have to be the ones that are level-headed. We have to be the ones that are discerning. We have to be the ones that are able to see through all the noise, see past the issue, and to see the spiritual issue that's taking mm -hmm. place. And it's it's all spiritual. The coming of the Lord is nearer than ever before. Satan is putting on his his final attack. And I, what you said, Ryan, was so key at the beginning of the show. 2020, everyone's seen 2020. Because mm -hmm. the hearts of men are on display right now. Mm -hmm. The wickedness of men is on display right now. The fear of men is on display right now. And it's like I, I gave this illustration to, to someone in yesterday that I was talking to. I played college football. And we could game plan all week for our opponent. We would know the specifics of every individual and how they played and what set they lined up in. And then you go out in the first half and you get punched in the mouth and you get your butt handed to you. You got to go back and regroup and replan. And maybe that's you as a believer right now yeah. through these past few months, you've been feel like you've been punched in the mouth. You got to regroup. You got to come up with a whole new plan and you got to spend time with the Lord and you got to know how you're going to address this because whether you're a father, a husband, a mom, a wife, people are look, going to be looking to the person who's even killed that's walking in light and walking in truth. Okay, I'm going to start with you, Sean. You were saying how to communicate in this this time is you have to have the fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? And that just goes to what we just said is that you got to dig into the Word. The only way you can combat this and have the wisdom and knowledge to navigate through this, wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove, as Jesus would say, the dove is the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit in your life is by reading his word and staying tuned in. You cannot go out if you're not plugged in. Mm. There's no way you're going to be able to give out unless you're, you're receiving. Mm. Yeah. Then what Wade said earlier, or just a couple of minutes ago, he was talking about we lost a way to communicate in this world. And I was literally going to say, I don't think it's wise to, to go on these rampages through social media because you can't hear the tones. Yeah. And, and you, you, don't, you don't have enough time unless you want to write out a whole thing. I mean, you got a minute video or you got to write out a whole, you know, paragraphs of stuff. But that's not the way people communicate really on social media. And people don't even read it all anyway. Yeah. They'll take the first sentence, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and come out and, and destroy you and it'll turn into this whole fight. All it does is cause social media, all I've seen it, is just cause more chaos. Yeah. When you're trying to actually address issues, issues on that. Yeah. So I'm going to let you get in this. But basically... We need, if you want to get your point across mm -hmm. and you want to address it to someone, do what you did. Just get on a call. Yep. DM them, get on a call and, and, and talk about it because this whole typing and, and emails and all that, it, it always gets mis, misinterpreted. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think that a great example that we have of this in the Bible is Paul. In Acts chapter 17, in this time of Mars Hill, he, he went to the, because this is all what, what, what's important. Is it your standard getting into a conversation and communication is it just to show that you're right yeah or do you really care about that person 
um, this is important to us mm -hmm. because everything is becoming so polarized, you know, politically. You're on this side, you're the, you think this way. You're on this side, you think this way. And I'm against you and you're against me. And the conversation just stops, mm -hmm. you know. It shouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, Paul went to Athens. Athens was a place that was given over to complete immorality. This is a man that grew up spiritual. You know, yes, he didn't believe in Christ in the beginning, but he grew up in the law, in the Pharisees, everything that could be done in the law, blameless. He was a moral um, giant. Yeah, he was a moralist. Um, and then he got a, God got a hold of his life. His strength would have been to talk to people in the law, but he went to the world. He, he went to Athens. And instead of making fun of them and their beliefs of like all these false gods, he says, look, I see amongst you that you're very religious. I see your passion. I see what you're, you're searching for something, but you have this inscription to the unknown God. I want to speak to you on this one, the one that you worship, but you don't really know. And then he gave it as a platform to communicate to them the whole gospel message. You know, your dad said something that stuck with me a couple, a few weeks ago, a month ago, when he talked about all the protests and rioting and the looting and everything. It was crazy. You know, we, we think it's a horrible thing, but your dad brought up also, don't, don't forget also, like having a, a heart for the gospel is like, there might be one of those looters out there that have the passion, they got this anger, like Paul thought his mission was to throw Christians in prison, and then God breaks them. Yep. You never know if God will turn that passion yep. in that individual. So you don't want to lose that scope just because you're trying to win an argument. So with Paul, what you were saying, you know, God, he was in tune with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. because he could have went in there and approached the whole situation, a whole different yes, scenario. For sure. But God, because he's in the Word and he's in communication with God, God gave him the wisdom to use that thing that was already existing as a platform for open dialogue. Exactly. And when I think about these looters, like I thought about, I've been thinking about these Antifa guys and all this stuff. Well, there was there was uh, one of the guys, I forget what, which disciple, but he was a zealot. Yes, yeah, Yes, exactly. He was a zealot and he was a, he was a revolutionary yeah. in Jesus's posse. So mm -hmm. that even now, since all this Antifa stuff has been happening, I'm like, Jesus had an Antifa guy, <laughs> a part of his posse, Yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, these are these are all the things, and we, that's why we have to figure out how to communicate. And uh, it's 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 it, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, when you look at what Je what was going on with Jesus and his crew and everything that was going on at that time, there was there was major government issues uh, during that time. Roman Roman uh, Rome was dominating control over Jesus or over the Jews' land. So there was there was unrest with the with the Roman with the government was was jacked up. We'll just say that. Mm -hmm. Um, you had the zealots. If Jesus got hung on the cross with the revolutionaries, so there was there was stuff happening there, and uh, there was riots. Paul and, and the, the, there was either with Paul there was either riots or revivals. I mean, it's 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 all the the same stuff that's happening way back then, and it's even happening now. And who's the author of confusion and all that stuff? It's Satan. He's come to steal, kill, and destroy. But this is the most important time right now for for a revival. Totally agree. This is the most important time. People are open. There, I mean, people that aren't even. I'm surrounded by a lot of non-believers always, and they're they're people's eyes are being opened, mm -hmm. and they're just like, you know, like I said earlier, they're seeing 2020, and they're like, something is not going. Something is wrong. Like the pedophilia, you know, this out of the shadows film with this Hollywood agenda with the, all the fake news. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see, there's been videos that shows the news where it has the news anchors all across the United States saying the same exact lines. You've seen those videos, right? Yeah, yeah. Where one comes in saying something to another one and all of a sudden you got like 
hundreds of, of, of people saying the same narrative. Like, dude, it's controlled. Yeah. We're living in incredible times. And what Wade was saying right now, a second ago, he's talking about like prepping for like battle, like in a football game. Like, we have to identify what our battle is. It's not a physical plateau. It's a spiritual thing. And that's the only way that we can overcome. That's why you just brought up, Ryan, the examples of Jesus, and you brought up the examples of Paul. Neither one of them really dealt with the political temperature of their day. They came and they, they addressed the spiritual issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and even But both Jesus and Paul, they knew their rights. Mm-hmm. Remember when Paul was oh, in yeah. Philippi? Yeah, yeah. Um, they wanted to let him go after they had beaten him. And he's like, no, nah, man, I'm a Roman citizen. Don't, you're not going to do me like that. You're, you're going to send me out the back door. Yeah, you're going to yeah. give me my rights. <laughs> when he was standing in front of multiple yeah. leaders that were trying to... Paul knew his rights, yeah. but he was about the kingdom of God. Jesus, he came to deal with the individuals. Even when Jesus was in front of Pilate, Pilate says, don't you know I have the authority to, to put you on the cross or to let you go. And Jesus says, you have no authority over me. Mm-hmm. And so once we begin to, look, for Christians, we know what's going on now. Yeah. We, we see it. Now it's time to pray. Yeah. Now it's time to say, okay, Lord, you, here I am. Use me. I want to walk in the Spirit. I know, I know for me what videos and what things are going to get me into the flesh. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I, got I need to stay in the spirit because I want to be ready to deal with an individual that needs the truth about what's really going on in their life and how to navigate through this craziness. What you just said, that, that's interesting because, you know, I was watching the news a lot. I was following everything a lot. And then I just started getting so pissed and angry. And, and then I'm like, hold on a sec. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gospel guy. I, I need to know what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Like, I got to keep the pulse of what's going on. But I can't just be saturated day and night with the news because my focus is the gospel. Mm-hmm. So I just made a shift and I said, okay, I'm going to watch, I'm going to pay attention to what's going on with the news at night, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be inundated with it all day and all night. And I'm going to start focusing on the, on the scriptures, reading and praying. And during that process, I launched two tours because I'm like, mm-hmm. I got to do God right now. The harvest is ripe. Mm-hmm. So I can either get mad and angry at the news and stay home and be quarantined, or I can go know what's going on in the news, and then look for opportunities in the United States that are open that I could go and bring the gospel. Yeah. So that's and that's that goes for everyone. That's just my call. Everyone right now with the church, you guys have worked out where you guys we have the new tent out front of Calvary yeah. Chapel Diamond Bar. We're able to get more people. People are excited to be out in church. Now you've uh, created that. Um, you open that area for that need of people to come yeah. to communicate and be a part of the church. That's happening. You guys are m- meeting with people. So we all got to know our calls. We all got to step out in those areas. I want to answer this other question. If someone wants to read it, yeah, I'll read it. Romans thirteen one says God. God places people in authority. I realize God can use anyone for his will, but let's be honest. Most of our authority figures are corrupt. I also know the Bible says the prince of this world influence authority figures. I see a lot of Christians supporting leaders that are clearly not godly. What's your take on this? A friend of mine recently said, find a church that does not mix politics and I'll go with you to church. I really need your perspective on this. Um, we've, we've talked about uh, this before, but I, I want to address something really quick. When, when it comes to politics I, politics, I tell people, it always goes back to the Bible. Read the Bible and line up what the Bible teaches with who you're going to vote for. Period. If a pastor or a politician is teaching something contrary to what the scriptures say, mm-hmm. Then you don't align yourself with them, you know. And you got to you got to obviously vote for somebody. So you got to see who lines up the most. Because if you don't vote, then then you just leave it up to mm-hmm. everyone has to vote. That's 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 
pretty much what our whole thing is. And the other thing I want to say is that um, you know I was I was reading about uh, um, Joseph. You know, mm. Joseph was put in jail. He was trained, and then he ended up you know running Potiphar's house, and he got put back in jail, and then he ended up becoming one of the rulers of, of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Now, Egypt, dude, they, that's where witchcraft started. I mean, they were into some crazy, wacky stuff, you know, uh, uh, back in those days. But, yes, that government was into crazy stuff, but yet God slid Joseph in. God used Daniel, mm. you know, Meshach, Shadrach, yep. Meshach, and Abednego. So even though these were secular governments, God always has his people in place. Esther. God always has his people in place in government. So don't look at the government and think, oh, man, everything's corrupt. No, there's people in high places in the government that are making things happen. Mm -hmm. And politicians, not everyone. Again, it goes back to the beginning of the show. Not everyone is corrupt just because you see like a, a party doing bad things. There's people. God has his people right where, right where, he, uh, right where he needs them. Just like, for instance, just like in the music industry, like, there's like, you know, the music industry there's things that are happening but i'm meeting with a lot of christians and there's producers there's there's christian producers there's christian filmmakers there's there's christians that are that are on the road that are the techs there's christians everywhere i was on a i was at a, a concert in um in uh new zealand no no australia and i was backstage big day out festival it's like basically like the la palooza but it tours all of all of australia yeah. all the major cities i'm back there with corn and we're walking through the through the backstage and the bass player from Allison Chains walks up and goes, "Hey, he walks, grabs his head and goes, head. He goes, I read your book. He's, like, I'm a Christian, mm. <laughs> and, and then like he walked and then he took off. Like, dude, wow. people are out there, yeah, and you're like, sure. what? The bass player from Allison Chains is a Christian now? Yeah. That is sick. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah, you know, and I think that this text is an important text, right? Romans chapter 13, because he talks about the governing authorities all the way from the, the big administration, like about a government, and then all the way down to police officers, basically. And like, there's order, so there's not chaos. Mm -hmm. um, and people are put in place that the system to make it work. Is the system have some breaks along the way? Yeah, because there are people that aren't, aren't perfect. But they try to come up with the best systems that are possible. When you go to the nation of Israel's history, there was good kings, there was bad kings. And when there was a good king, revival would take place, things would be cleaned out and on point. Yep. And then other times, there would be darkness and corruption years. And you look at the United States of America, we've gone through our good presidents or bad presidents. We've gone through good times, we've gone through bad times. Um, but I think it's important for us to realize, as the church, there's no perfect man. A president is not my savior. Christ is the only one that is perfect. He's the only one that's infallible, unable to make a mistake. But, as Ryan said, when it comes to politics, you pray. You pray for who you're going to vote for. You pray that it lines up as much as possible to your beliefs and what is best for, for the nation. I think that's very important. And then our role as the church is found in 1 Timothy chapter 2, where Paul says, Pray for all men. Who was in power at the time? Caesar. Like there was, uh, there was corrupt. Nero. It was corrupt people back then. But Paul exhorted the church to pray for all that are in authority. That is our role. We, our, our heart is that people in administration, people in places of government, will be touched by God's spirit. Um, but laws and things are put in place 
that there may be order all the way down to police officers. And that's as we started off earlier, it's foolish to to um, to fund the police department. Does it mean that maybe some things need to be looked at and be restructured and maybe add? I would actually put more money into that department so you can do more training and more things as well. But, you know, there, there are things there for a purpose. But one of the things that he said too is like you need to have that balance. You shouldn't have a church that only teaches politics because when you come into a church, there are Democrats, there are libertarians, there are conservatives. Yeah. And when you bring up go politics too hard, then it's like, well, you know, I'm a lot of people have been brought up like in their culture is to be yeah. a Democrat yeah. or like a yeah. Republican exactly. or whatever. And it's just a hard thing to break. Um, and we want to be focused upon the scriptures and let God direct them in the decisions they're going to make. I do want to re-answer a question. Um, it says, what's the difference between evangelism and missions? We've, we've addressed this on a different show, but I'm going to read what Brian Sumner wrote. Um, Brian Sumner is a pro skater um, from, he's from the UK. We've had him on the show before. He now lives in Huntington Beach, but he posts this and it says, uh, it's Charles H. Smurgeon. He says, every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. So um, it is. It's again, our mission is the Great Commission. Um, we should always be on a mission to reach people for Christ in any way possible. And you find that by intimacy with Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit. How does the power of the Holy Spirit come? It comes when you don't quench the Holy Spirit. I believe also that a lot of people are not living that that power life of the Holy Ghost because they're not having the intimacy and they're quenching the Holy Spirit. How do we quench the Holy Spirit? We quench the Holy Spirit by not obeying God's commandments. There's a verse you guys would probably quote it better than me, but as Jesus says, if you love me, obey my commandments. Maybe that's the actual verse. Yeah, it is. Um, Obey the commandments. When you don't obey the commandments, what he's called us, the way he's called us to live in, in, in holiness and reverence to him, then we don't, the power is not going to pour out. Hmm. You know, when you, when you have the power pouring out, when the Holy Spirit is flowing like the living water in and through you, that's when you pray for people and they get healed. That's where word of knowledge comes from. That's where word of prophecy comes from. That's where discernment comes from. That's where the power of the Holy Ghost comes through your life to cast out demons. All these things that come from the Great Commission, this is all a work of the Holy Spirit, but through intimacy, again, and through obeying the commandments. How do we learn the commandments? Read the scriptures. Learn about Jesus. If you don't know about Jesus... Get in, reopen the Gospel of John to start. Read Luke. He's the, he's he's a doctor that writes about the testimony of, of Christ here on earth. I like it because he really um he's in more detail. Mm -hmm. If you got ADD, you could start with the uh, Gospel of Mark. Um, uh, Matthew is good as well. Don't get tripped up in the first um, yeah. chapter because it's just a, a it's it's a bunch of names. It just shows the the genealogy of, of Christ where he came from. So just skip through that and go to chapter two to start if you've never read uh, through that and. And um, yeah, it's, but you guys, I want to encourage you right now. Listen, you need the operation of the Holy Spirit more than ever before in this time. You cannot go at this these, uh, uh, and try to communicate with people through flesh. You know, you got to have the Holy Spirit because words will come out of your mouth and you'll be like, where'd that come from? That's words that God is giving you through words of knowledge for people to help navigate through these conversations because these are very difficult conversations to have. And this can literally break relationships. I think the Proverbs, it's in the Proverbs. I can't quote it exactly, but it just, you know, it says like harsh words could just like break friendships. Mm -hmm. You know, that's in a New Living Translation. You know, these things could just snap a, 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 a relationship of a friend for like, 
30 years or or a family member and that's not what god is is come he doesn't want us to you know who's right it's it's to have open dialogue and to um and to just give truth through this whole thing so we're gonna we're gonna be ending here in a couple minutes or not even a couple minutes a couple seconds um sean mckeon wade o'neill find him on instagram uh, wade is, is no stranger to the show sean's on the show a lot um there's past shows with them um they are pastors here at calvary chapel diamond bar in um in diamond bar in california and remember to go to the whosoever's if you guys love this show and you and it's actually speaking life into you uh, you know, thank you for listening. Download the other shows. We got four years of shows, maybe more. Um, we have the Whosoever's Movement. Go to the whosoever's.com. The radio show's there. You can watch it. You can purchase products that fund the movement, um, funds our high school tours. And now we're actually going to Idaho. We're Idaho to do a skateboard outreach tour because the state is open and we're going to visit some churches. Then we're going to go to Ohio with Mike McIntosh um, and be out there. So connect with us. We love you guys, and uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.